Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Chaz Perez of Beard Fitness, coming to you from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Chaz, what's going on, my man? How are you today? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing very, very well. I'm excited to to dig into this and, and pick your brain a little bit and see what we can extract out of there. Before we talk business and strategy and tactics and all the fun that come with that, give us a little bit of context here, Chaz. Tell us first and foremost, why did you want to open a business in the fitness industry and, and when did this all come about? Well, tell you the truth, I had no desire to even want to run a business, <laughs> you know. Uh, as soon as I graduated, all I wanted to do is uh, join a big box gym, you know, work my way up, maybe someday become a GM. And that's exactly what I did. But in the fitness industry, I was more of a sales rep than an actual trainer, you mm -hmm. know. Not only that, I just felt like our rates were just ridiculously high. Uh, you had people that recently, you know, had a heart attack, uh, were diagnosed with diabetes, were severely obese that could use our services, but they just couldn't afford it. And also, it's really hard to, you know, as a personal trainer, to um, pretty much, like, uh, build a career in the fitness industry because, like, 80% of your income goes straight to the gym, and they pay you, like, 20% to train the client. So not a lot of trainers survive in this industry at all, you know. So one day, one of my clients, she was an accountant for – a tattoo shop here in Colorado Springs. And she was just like, I think this would be a perfect opportunity for you to, you know, if you ever wanted to start your business to look into it. So I went to go check it out and it was a legit office. <laughs> 400 square foot, uh, two offices, walls, uh, ceiling tiles. I thought about it and I just took a leap of faith and that's how Beer Fitness started was inside an office. So yeah. all I had was a few kettlebells, dumbbells, a bench and some battle ropes and that was it. What else do you need? <laughs> so the first two years was a struggle. You know, um, I was always in debt, could barely pay bills, um, um, could barely afford rent. And it's been a handful of times where I just wanted to give up. Like, I'm just being real. Like, I wanted right. to quit. Yeah. Um, but what really worked for me was word of mouth. Uh, once word got out, like, how affordable my training was, that's when I started to get the ball rolling. Um, and then from there, I uh, was able to save enough to the point where I reinvested into the gym by knocking down the walls, uh, doing construction, moving the ceiling tiles. And it went from a 400 square foot to 800 square foot. So not a huge jump, but instead of having to train one to two people, I was training up to four to five people at a time. Okay. So that following year, um, you know, things were looking great. I was making a profit. I was saving a bunch. And then COVID hit. So I had to shut down for a few more months. And uh, almost lost my business all because of that. But luckily, as of May 1st, they announced that, you know, personal trainers, uh, hair salon, tattoo parlors were able to reopen up their doors, but at 50% capacity. So once I uh, made that announcement that I was reopening, my place exploded. Uh, just to give you an example, like I'm here in Colorado Springs and Denver is the capital of Colorado. And it's about an hour away. I had be uh, people driving from Denver to Colorado Springs to my facility just to work out. Yeah. You know, so uh, that helped me out a lot. I was able to save a bunch. 
Um, and then a good friend of mine, um, she was telling me about this facility that was available in downtown Colorado Springs. So I went to go check it out. It was a 2,200 square foot, uh, great location. And then next thing you know, I'm taking over the lease. So as of August of 2021, yeah. Beer Fitness has officially opened in downtown Colorado Springs. And that's, yeah. how, I'm, and I'm here, uh, that's how I got here today. Certainly uh, quite a tale. And I think, I mean, the vast majority of the people that listen to this podcast, Chaz, are gym owners themselves. So when you say first two years were a struggle, making rent payments was a challenge, ton of debt, ton of bills. Like, I think people get it. A lot of people that have opened up businesses, especially in fitness, can resonate with what you just said. And so here you are, right? Come a long way from humble beginnings. Talk to us a little bit about the the service. Obviously, within fitness, there's any number of ways to deliver value. And, And we typically put people in boxes of like personal training, small group training, large group training, open gym, online, where do you fit in that puzzle? Uh, this is strictly personal training uh, for myself. Um, well, a little backstory about myself is that, you know, once I got out of the military, uh, I had a rough patch in my life. You know, I was a severe alcoholic, um, was deeply depressed, low self-esteem, severely overeating. And I got to the point where I was 80 pounds overweight. So when I got into fitness, um, that's pretty much like uh, what saved my life. Um, you know, just going to school for it too, as well. Everything that I learned from school when it came to like nutrition, the anatomy of the body, uh, developing workout programs, I applied it to myself and I went from like 270 down to 185. So, you know, it drastically changed my life for the better to the point where I have more energy throughout the day. You know, I'm more, <laughs> I have more, uh, I'm just overall happy, you know? And so I always wanted to get that back to others. But I just couldn't do that in the fitness industry because people just could not afford our services. Right. You know, because, um, you know, uh, personal training gets a bad rep, uh, usually gets a bad rep when it comes to like price wise. Because, you know, on the lower end, you could be looking anywhere between like $65 to $80 per session. And on the higher end, you could be looking into the hundreds, you know. So let's just say if you train with a trainer two times a week, what is that, like eight times a month? And you yeah. could easily be looking at like five to $600 monthly. And that's only two times a week. And, you know, you're not going to see a lot of results, you know, with that, you know, seeing a trainer only two, uh, twice a week. So what uh, my way is how I'm trying to get back uh, to, you know, to, to the community is by offering personal training at a, at a fair rate, you know, not only that, but more accessible as well. So uh, that's what I'm all about over here is that, you know, when you purchase like a certain package, uh, that one-time uh, fee, a monthly fee, is going to give you unlimited access to a trainer. Okay, and, and so it sounds like probably a little bit lower of a price tag than people would think in in terms of what personal training would offer. To play devil's advocate here, are you at all concerned with the pricing being so low that you're sort of capped at a certain point in how much money the business can make? Well, so I, I mean, I'm kind of running to that issue right now as to uh, I'm almost capped as to how many people I'm training at the moment. So I'm almost at um, I'm almost at 30 clients as of right now. Um, and then so like we do have we do offer uh, different package deals. We have like a three month commitment, a six month commitment and a year commitment, you know. So um, 
on the average, it uh, equals out to like $300 per package. Um, well, that's the more, um, uh, what was it? Uh, lose my train of thought right now. But on average, for all the package deals, it's about $300 per month, you know, okay. just to train with a trainer. But with those package deals, it gives you unlimited access to a trainer, you know, through Monday through Sunday. And yes, I am running to that point to where, you know, yeah. I'm not going to be able to accept any more people, which I don't want to run into that issue. You know, right, right. I don't, yeah, I don't want to turn anybody away because I just, you know, can't fit any more people in. Yeah. So during this next phase, that's right now is, um, you know, I'm setting it up to the point where I'm trying to bring in at least three more trainers in here. Not right. only that, but um, I'm trying to, you know, I mean, I just recently uh, cleared out our back studio. So it's just an empty, empty lot. And I'm just trying to, um, I'm, I'm in the talks right now with a couple of yoga instructors too. And hopefully by this month or next month, we'll start offering yoga classes um, as well. Okay. So ways that we can make money for the business outside of just you working more and more and more hours, right? At a certain point, personal trainers all run into this issue where I can't work 15 hour days forever. It's just not realistic. Right. Correct. How can we advance the business without just wearing and tearing on you? And at one point you mentioned the idea of working with small groups, four or five people at a time. Is that something that you've considered building out moving forward as well? Well, I do offer that as of right now, too. I mean, because it is more one on one, but I do allow up to four people per session. I see. OK. Um, and so we, we can add people understanding that they'll be in a somewhat semi-private sort of nature, if you will. Is that right? Correct. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, Chaz, I want to, I want to pick your brain a little bit on this because it's an interesting situation to be in. Talk to us a little bit about the, the marketing that goes into this. You already mentioned word of mouth being the real catalyst for this. What have you done on your end? What's the, what's the proactive step to even encourage that word of mouth happening? Um, so when, um, well, that's a good question. So with word of mouth, um, usually when I, uh, when I have those one-on-ones, like my client would like bring a friend or bring a coworker and I am offering like a free personal training sessions for those individuals. And then, you know, nine times out of 10, when they come in, um, you know, we, the next day they're interested and they want to sign up pretty much. Um, also what I got to get better at is marketing. Cause I suck at that, you know? So, but I am using platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and, um, what's really been my biggest hit was Snapchat, believe mm. it or not. So, uh, uh, with Snapchat, you know, you can record like these little 10 second clips. So, uh, throughout my workout sessions, um, you know, I will, I'll record like a little 10 second clip of my, uh, clients working out. And then like, I'll get messages like, Hey, how much are you charging? You know? Um, and then also, that's what I also do too, is I do a free consultation as well. So I like to get people in the door so I can show them the facility, what we're all about and what comes into the package deals as well. You know? So once people see the value of the package deals, that's what drives the sales up. You know, that's what drives people to come into one, uh, sign up for personal training. Yep. And, and so that, that sort of speaks to the sales process even and, and giving them a taste of it before they commit to a, a bigger package. Have you considered now moving forward? I mean, you mentioned marketing not being your strong suit and I don't think you're alone in that. I think most gym owners 
marketing is is probably the weak point and, and and social media being a focus of yours is this for you at least the organic side posting content posting videos or do you eventually think that you'll get into using those platforms for like some paid advertising i definitely want to go that route um you know uh definitely want to uh, um you know get into like ads and stuff like that as well i'm just not quite there yet um so for right now for content like um i do create like a uh, little uh, minute uh, video clips as to you know what i'm all about what i, ha I have to offer um so but i know um i got to get better you know at uh, using all different uh, types of platforms to like really show what we're all about but as of right now like i said i'm just struggling on that aspect when it comes yeah. to marketing yeah, you know, yeah. So. totally fine and and so i mean it's it's one thing to get new people in through the door the goal of fitness and, and the business in general is to keep them and, and retain them beyond right. that point talk to us a little bit about what goes into that for you what do you think is the best strategy or the best things to focus on when it comes to retention? Um, overall, you know, uh, when people are here, like um, I just try to make training um, as enjoyable as possible, you know? Um, also too, I, uh, when, I'm, when I make a workout program for somebody, it's, it's dedicated to them, you know? So it's not one, one size fits all over here like everybody has their own individual fitness goals that they're trying to uh, attain you know so when people see that value that is strictly just for them um you know they feel more appreciated you know they feel more um at home when they're here and that's the environment that i'm trying to create is that you know very welcome you know it's not your you know meathead gym pretty much of uh you know everybody's just uh trying to compete with each other we're all about competing with yourself right you know so, um, but in that aspect, like um, when people see that type of value, like when it goes into this training, uh, pretty much like I had, uh, this is like my fourth year now, like I had clients that's been with me all four years just because they just love um, the training aspect about everything. So um, that's just one way. And um, like I said, uh, here soon, I do want to branch out to the point where I want to get other trainers on board to the point where I can share the wealth, you know, uh, start handing them clients and start building them up, you know, because yeah. like I, I said earlier, that's a, that's a natural evolution for people that open their own business, right? When you first started, you were the guy unlocking the doors. You were the guy training the clients. You were probably cleaning toilets. You were probably doing I'll, all the online aspect of it. I think it's natural to, to want to bring on some other people to help contribute in those sectors as time goes on you know what i mean correct i mean it, like you said you know i was everything uh when i first opened up you know so um but like i said earlier before is that in this industry for uh personal trainers it's really hard for them to make a lifestyle out of this you know right. so my my overall thing is like i want to kill two birds with one stone you know not only make personal training more affordable but also put other trainers on so they can make an actual living out of this you know Cause like I said earlier, like the, the gyms, they take like 80% of, out of your um, commission pretty much. And they give you 20% to train a client. Well, I want to flip that on its head pretty much and give trainers like 70% of their, that income and then 30% goes to the gym. Yeah. So, I mean, um, 
but yeah, that's my overall goal is I want to build a community that, you know, we're uplifting other trainers uh, yeah. to, you know, cause like, that's, that's, I feel like that's what it's all about, you know, cause like the trainer is the one that's doing all the heavy lifting to like, um, uh, you know, when it comes to like uh, designing the workout programs and spending all this time with the client to change their life for the better, I feel like they should be compensated for their, you know, for their services. Sure. Yeah. And, and if we're being realistic with ourselves, trainers that make more money stay at the businesses that they're working with, right? It's Correct. super easy for trainers to jump from place to place, but if they're making good money, mm -hmm. they're probably going to hang around. You know what I mean? Correct. For you, Chaz, I mean, the whole conversation that we've had has been things as they stand now and, and growing a business. What's sort of the, the future hold for you? What's the big vision here that you want to strive towards? Um, so this is just uh, phase one, you know, and then now uh, for the next phase is, you know, like I said earlier, just bring out three more, you know, about two to three more uh, trainers, um, probably like two to three more yoga instructors too as well. And then, you know, probably have some Zumba instructors, you know, just to mix it up a little bit. But I want to have be able to, to, you know, run classes throughout the whole day when it comes to like yoga and stuff like that. And also have trainers around, you know, Monday through Sunday. Um, but what I want to do is I do want to branch out to the point where invest and open up another location. So I see myself, you know, trying to open up at least four more gyms, uh, you know, private, semi-private semi gyms, uh, not too big, about, you know, three to 4,000 square foot per gym and just fill them up with trainers. Um, and then, you know, I'm trying to build a, a community to where tr uh, trainers actually, you know, truly profit um, you know, for their services. Cause like I said, it's really hard for trainers to make a, a living off of this. Cause it's, I mean, not only that the, uh, are the prices, uh, really, uh, so high that people just can't afford it, but also when you do join like a big box gym, it's hard to, you know, um, build your clientele up pretty much. Yep. And, so and that's, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> no, I was just saying that that's my overall thing is that, you know, um, I just want to build a community to where, you know, people, um, you, your average Joe pretty much can uh, afford a, a personal trainer. Um, and also at the same time, I, I want my trainers to be profitable in this organization. Yeah, I think that's huge um, and, and probably a, a pretty good place for us to to start to wrap this whole interview up, Chaz. But before we sign out of here entirely, I want to give you the opportunity to tell people where they can learn a little bit more about the business. Is there a website? What are the social media links? Where can people go? Um, website is www.beerfitnessstudio.com. Um, Facebook is uh, Beer, uh, Beer Fitness. And then Instagram is Beer Fitness Studio as well. That's perfect. Man. This has been a bunch of fun, and, and I always enjoy the chance to get people's perspective, get business owners' mindsets, and see what they're thinking about in terms of growing their business from A to B. And so I, I really appreciate your time here. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you. It sounds like there's a number of new moving parts here, and so we'll have to get you back on down the road and, oh. and check in and see where things go for you. How's that sound? Oh, it sounds amazing. Absolutely. Chaz, my man, I appreciate your time. To everyone who tuned in today, I appreciate your time as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, 
our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is the one, the only, Karina Reed. What's going on, Karina? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Always good. It's Monday, starting the week off well. Having a great episode with you right now. I think we're going to have some fun. You ready to rock? I'm always ready to rock, my friend. Let's do it. Let's All do it. Right. Like, we're excited to have you on. And uh, yes, now I'm before we dive, to be yeah, let's do it. And before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on at your facility, um, first, tell us a little about how you describe your business to people and what made you get started in the first place. So, wow. Well, I've been, a, I was a person, I've been a personal trainer since about 2012, working for lots of other people, making their dreams come true pre-COVID, filling the classes. And um, I just always had a passion for fitness. So the pandemic happened and uh, what do we do? We lo- I completely lost all of my jobs um, in fitness and it was time to pivot and I had a connection with the community and I didn't want to lose that. And so I, like, like actually a lot of other, I guess, personal trainers probably did is moved over to, um, to social media. So I started doing some social media work and that went really well. So I decided to ask for donations and the donations went, yeah, I went, I was like, oh my God. And it was great. And it actually helped through the pandemic, just being able to get up, even though I was looking at a phone that had a black screen, but you know, when people would press the hearts, it was almost like a connection. So we had that connection with those hearts and um, it started in my living room. I changed my background in the living room, built over the fireplace, like a wall in the background. Yeah, I got (laughs) really creative, definitely got creative with it. Yeah. And, um, and then with that donation, I decided to uh, build a website and I went to Zoom classes and at the peak of COVID, I hit about 60 clients and they were paying $140 a month. So I all of a sudden created this new community with from all the little communities where I worked. And the next step after that was to open a physical building. And this is, this is how it happened. Here I am. I went from virtual to a living room and then actually to a garage was the next step up. And, um, and here I am today sitting in my own studio, which is so crazy. I dreamed about this for over a decade and, and uh, here I am. That's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, so much of what you said, I mean, to really say that like you, you started off from the bottom, I mean, it's yeah. on the street, you know, and working your way up. I mean, that, that's a beautiful story. I mean, seriously, congratulations to that. And Thank so you. now to dive in a little more into the gym, Karina, um, for your members, uh, what services do you provide? What options do you guys have at your gym? 
So we are group classes. We have group classes. Um, but the super cool thing is that I kept the virtual because there are people still that don't feel comfortable being in a group setting. So we they can um, be with us over virtual. And I have an outdoor space as well. And then we have the indoor studio and we have, again, the fitness classes throughout the day. And I have small group training and personal training. Gotcha. A bunch okay. of stuff going on here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love the versatility. Yes. And, and, and without uh, COVID, I mean, that probably honestly wouldn't have even happened because before when I was looking at places, I mean, or thinking about looking at places, it wasn't even an option to have outdoor. And what a gift, especially with the Santa Cruz weather that we have a huge outdoor space, probably could fit about a hundred people in there in my outdoor space. Wow. Yeah, Jeez. super cool. Well, that's awesome. And, and, it, and how many members are you guys at currently? We are, so we opened, I signed the lease on 420, believe it or not, super funny because I'm clean and sober and <laughs> 420 is when I signed the lease and got the keys and we opened up September 12th. So a little over seven months and we just hit 165 members. Wow. Yes. Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. We have lots of different options. We've got, you know, the annuals, we have a, a uh, membership called the six pack gains with a Z. Uh, so we have, and that gives you a little uh, credit on it. We also have the drop-ins. We have a monthly uh, locals deal. And then we also just started a wellness corporate um, system. So to help with the corporate areas around, around the studio to get people moving. So that's been pretty cool too, to start that. Yeah. Totally. And, uh, and, you know, yeah, I mean, seriously, and, and, <laughs> and if I, if I was a member, um, and I wanted to get started, what would I have to, what would I have to pay to get started? What would you have to pay? So the, our first class is free. So always our first class is free. Um, and then our monthly membership for unlimited outdoor boot camps, unlimited virtual, and we have a library over probably about 200 classes on there right now. And studio is $169 a month. And then gotcha. a locals only deal. So if you live within 10 mile radius of the studio, you get it for $125. Gotcha. Cool, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. That's awesome. And 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 on the topic of clients, how do you go about finding new clients or people who don't really know about you? How do you guys go about finding new So people? the crazy thing is up until now, it's pretty much been word of mouth, which is super crazy. Before before COVID, pre-COVID, I was getting about 80 people at a regular basis in my classes. So a lot of those people just transitioned into this. It's, believe it or not, the community, which has given me so much love and support and confidence to be able to open this place. So they were like, Karina, you've got to open up your own place. And um, here we are. There we go. Wow, it's such a good backing behind you. I mean, that's awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, if you and this community, like I would love to say I have amazing, I do have amazing kick-ass instructors, great manager. I think I'm pretty cool too, but I have to say like in my heart of hearts that the most amazing thing, part of this studio is the community. Like it yeah. brings to my knees. I literally... Like I'm tearing up just thinking about how much love and support and how much we've built together through COVID. So we were close before, but when we had some big fires here in Santa Cruz as well. So a lot of people lost homes, lost 
lost a lot. And we've all just come together as this community. And it's just so amazing. I always had this vision of a place where everyone felt welcome, no judgment. And you would come in and the person next to you would be like, hey, Rebecca, how are you? Oh, this is so cool. Or clapping or high-fiving or whatever, because a lot of places where I looked, worked at the box gyms, you went in, no one really knew each other. It wasn't that that closeness, that bond. And it's totally yeah. different here. It's like everyone knows each other's name. Everyone's high-fiving each other. It's just high vibe. It's all about igniting change in one another. And um yeah. I love that. I love Amazing. that. Yeah. And I think that's necessary. You know, I think regardless of if they're doing, you know, coming once a week or they're coming five days a week, I think that community feel is what keeps people together and what people keeps people coming back more than anything, more than seeing progress, more than chasing those goals. I think well, that's it's different. It's not just a class. Like I never, you know, a lot of people, it's almost, I always say like you're carrying a really big, heavy backpack. Like a lot of people come in with this big backpack and imagine all, all of it's your feelings. So you're coming in with all this stuff. Oh my God. And then usually people just drop all their feelings at the door, exercise, and then they have to pick that backpack back up and walk away with those emotions. And here, I'm going to pull those emotions out of you. Like I'm going to pull it out because movement heals. And that's what happens here. That's the, I mean, it's to watch the changes that people have and to be able to be part of them feeling a little lighter when they leave. Oh, there's nothing that's like big. it. There's nothing like it. No, for sure. For sure. And, and let me ask you this, Karina, if, if there was unlimited traffic and you can get as many clients as you'd want, what would be that maximum that you could handle, right? Hypothetically speaking, what would be that top, top number of, of total clients? That you well, that's handle? hard to say. And, and it's funny because when I first opened, I was like, why are my classes full? Like I have my classes full. Why isn't this going on? And, and now I look back because of this podcast, I got to look back at stuff because I don't always look back and see what I've done, but what a gift it was from the universe to give me a little by little. So I was able to build that foundation. So the number, so I don't, I honestly don't know what that number is right now. Um, I mean, I would just, my goal, like my goal within a three to five years is to open another fuel fitness here in Santa Cruz. So that, that then we could really get busy building this fuel fitness family. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and I think obviously the other something is, is too big of a goal. And I think that's, that's a great goal to have. Yeah. And I, I think you will with how much of a community you've built now. I think realistically, it's only going to get bigger and you only want to help more people. And if you can expand and go to different regions or different areas or different yes. anywhere, I think that's the biggest thing. And um, in the studio, like before the maximum, I'm looking at the wall, the maximum capacity. And this is before COVID for this, for this building, about 2,500 square feet. It was 76. And so I had a class yesterday that was right about 33 people. And I was thinking 35 would probably be the max for that class as of right now. But again, we're yeah. super small. So sometimes it's it's super cool for people because maybe there's only a few people in a class. And then the next thing you know, you've got 40 outside or 30. The numbers are, are all over the place. But I mean, this business was built on a belief. And I just believe that everything is is happening the way it's supposed to. Not to me, but for me. And yeah. for the community, for all of us. Totally. No, I, I agree. I agree. I think, and that's the bigger picture. I think it's one thing I want to highlight with you too, is that you're so, you're in it for 
the right reasons, which is to help people in people's lives. And it's you know my that. life. Like I could, like I said, literally start crying right now. Um, exercise has changed my life. Move my heels. Um, I'll have 15 years clean and sober June 5th. And if it wasn't for movement, I, I honestly know I would not be here. And that is my why to ignite that change in everyone to let them know that it's not just you come to a class, you jump around and you leave or for vain reasons, because of course, everyone wants to look a little different and stuff. It's way deeper than that, way, way deeper than that. And when people find that, that's when their lives change. Yeah, I agree a million percent. I mean, you hit it right on that. I think it is so much more than just that, that little bit of what they think they're working out for. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I think you bringing that experience and that and going through whatever you went through mm-hmm. to show people, I mean, come on, there, there's, there's nothing else I can compare. And that's what I think would distinguish you from a lot of other gym owners mm-hmm. is that you have like that factor that, that, that like, Hey, like, it, it can be worse. Like you can get through this and this is what's going to help you. And you yeah. believe it with, the, uh, every With ounce all of my heart. heart and just like the other day in class I was like you know I have a question because I'm very vulnerable and if stuff comes up I'm just gonna say it and I asked them I said before before you came here when you used to exercise and stuff did any of you think that exercise was fun and not one single person raised their hand and then I was like okay now how do you feel about exercise how are you feeling about exercise right now like like, do you feel like this is fun? And everyone raised their hands. Some people raised two hands. It's just about how you go about it. You know, a lot of times exercise has gotten a bad rap. Like, oh, I ate too much. Shoot, I better do this. Or, oh, I do that. And it's not about that. It's about celebrating what we can do in these vessels. Like, what a gift. Ah, it's like the best. Totally. totally. I love that. You're going to have to get that. out here and come take a class, my friend. Yeah, I will. I will. I promise. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss it in the calendar. <laughs> Yeah, JJ's coming out to like class. I promise you. I give you my word. I will. We'll talk. All right, let's do a virtual handshake. Give me a virtual handshake. Oh! Oh, We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. I promise you. Watch out. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, Karina. Let's take a step (laughs) back from clients here. Let's talk about uh, a lead, right? Someone who's interested. I mean, I I consider them people regardless, but someone who's interested in joining uh, your facility, right? Um, If they walk in and, and, you know, maybe they've never been there or, they're like, hey, I saw you, you're online or whatever it is. Um, walk me through the client journey, right? So from being interested to being, for lack of a better term, being sold into the program or being sold into the gym and then onboarding and signing up, what does that client journey look like for you? So the person comes in, they get their free class the first time, you know, we walk them in, we show them where everything is. They get to take the class. We ask about any modifications, do any modifications, injuries, things like that make them feel part of right away. Um, as they're getting weights, usually the community, the community is very open here too. So when they say someone new, people that have been with me for years, hey, how's it going, da, 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 da. Do the class, come out, um, and pretty much everyone that has come in and tried a class ends up buying either a six pack, or uh, if they're not too sure, or if they don't know how many times they're gonna come in, they usually buy the six pack gains. Um, so usually drop-ins are $20 and we sell the six pack for 108, which is a super cool deal and it doesn't expire. So that's one of our main things. Um, or they just go for it and they get the the rate. They get the monthly. Okay. Yeah. And then most people, most people <clears throat> I'm seeing, I mean, there's a lot of people that did buy annuals that you know come every once in a while, you know, and that happens. 
Um, but the majority of people are coming to at least three to four classes a week. And then we are closed. We're, we're closed on Mondays because everyone needs a recovery day. And I really want to promote that as well. And I realize <laughs> I need a day too. That's one of my things is I just go, go, go. Um, so we really promote the recovery day as well. So that's pretty much what it looks like. And they're no, smiling. They, they usually have a kick-ass workout, pouring like in sweat, but leaving with a big smile. So feeling good. Yeah, feeling fulfilled. High vibes. Very high vibe. Definitely high vibes here. That's awesome. And I think it's it's thanks to you, right? Leading the pack. You have that expectation of what you want your delivery and what your fulfillment to look like. And it you bring comes it. From the heart. It just comes from yeah. the heart. Like I wish, you know, I could tell everyone in the world that, you know, this is the best. This is the best medicine that ever, like movement yeah. absolutely heals. And, and I actually work with a lot of children and I used to work up at the juvenile hall and I brought a movement into there and I've watched what it does. I've, I watched, I watched them change. Yeah. No, that's major. That's major. And, and let me ask you this, Karina, do you do all the selling yourself? Every time you say, let me ask you this, I get scared. Like, oh, shit, what's he going to ask me? Am I going to know the answer to this? It's so dramatic. I'll change, I'll change it. I'm sorry. I'll change it. Okay. What was the question? Uh, do you do all the selling yourself? No, I don't. I don't. So I have, and it's, it's a crazy story. So this is kind of how I roll. You know, like I said, it's, I just truly believe in everything is happening for me, not to me. Um, when I was going to open up, I was like, oh my God, I need a manager. I mean, this was not planned. I mean, it was just like, jump, I jump, I jump. You know what I mean? And, and I was like, oh my God, I need a manager. And the universe literally told me, um, you need to ask Emily. And Emily was a woman that took my classes before. Long story short, I found out after talking with her that she had other businesses and she is the most amazing, best thing that's ever happened to me in the whole entire world. And she is my manager. And so she does... Um, a lot of that stuff. I truly believe that you need a team. And that was the one thing that was really hard for me because before I opened Fuel Fitness, it was just Karina Reed. And so I was doing everything, even when, you know, through COVID, when we had to pivot into virtual, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I didn't even know about Zoom and you had to get the mixer, you had to get the mic, you had to do, you know, the sales, I had to do everything. And so relinquishing that and being able to trust people was a really big deal uh, to me. But I think one of the most important things in business is that you find people that are good at what they do. So I don't have to try to be good at everything and get burned out and not be able to do what I'm good at. So um, I do you know when people come in and have, uh, I talk about the memberships, but usually, like I said, it's just been word of mouth up until now. We've done a little bit of promoting when we win some awards here and there, but um, just the whole team helps, even the, the front staff, the trainers, I mean, we're just all, it feels like a family. You know, yeah. we, just love, we just love exercise and the fam. It's like a home. Like the studio is like a home for everyone. And again, honestly, to tell you the truth, like I thought about this for so many years to open up my own studio and I worked for other people, but I was so loyal to them that I wasn't able to leave. But I knew in my heart and my vision that I would have my own place. And COVID gave me a lot of resources to be able to do this. You know, like opening up, I got four months rent free. I got the forgiveness loans. I've got the PPP loan. I got the ERC loan. Um, I even had clients reach out and give me loans. One woman gave me a huge loan to be able to open the space. 
So again, just, just one foot in front of the other. Wow. Yeah. And I, I think that's, again, a, a big thanks to who you are as a person. I say charisma is the biggest thing, or just your personality. It brings <laughs> a lot more to the table than anything else. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, it's also like a high hangout factor. Like people genuinely just want to be around you. And that's probably 50% and of that's why. Crazy the here, like where I come from, like literally I was an addict on the streets. Like I couldn't stop using drugs 24 seven. I couldn't do it. Rehab after rehab. I just couldn't stop. But it came to a point where I couldn't, you know, stay clean. And I couldn't stay loaded. And so what's crazy is now people come to me for the, this love and the support and inspiration and, and, Literally, when I get off of this interview, I'll probably wah, start crying because I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful for everything, like for everything. Thank you, Rihanna. And I think that's nothing to undermine. You know, I think it, it's 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 okay to be emotional. It, it's I think it's the right thing to feel. You know, I think um, it's real. <laughs> it, it, yeah, and I think it shows. It goes to show the pain that you've went through, right? And I always say your hurt becomes your gift. And what you're doing is this is literally yeah. giving from what your experience is and you're, you're giving that love that one you probably wish you had or one that you, you eventually yes. could get or you know, that love that you found for whatever it is. And I think that's, again, that will replace anything else. That yeah. You could have years of experience and this and that, but yes, that whole journey absolutely. irreplaceable. Yeah. So. And it's super cool that, you know, to find fitness, there's a lot of kids out there. You know, I was that ADD kid that couldn't hold still and everyone thought I was just a little off, but, you know, I had so much inside me and that, that thing that people look down on to me is actually my gift now, which is super cool. So reminding people that like something that they may see that is not a gift, the world may see it completely different. Like everyone has a light to shine everyone totally Karina I agree 100 percent, and I, I can relate that in plenty of ways I mean I was the same kid in ADHD and you you know, I used to think, yeah trust yeah. me I was uh, the hyper kid who couldn't focus whatever it was and you know I mean at the end of the day it, it, it's just part of what I feel like it, it gives you almost like the upper hand and later on in life it's like well you know what like all the judgment all the whatever all the you know the names or whatever it was or like you weren't yeah. good enough but it's like it makes you who you are today because you understand like hey, oh like, absolutely absolutely it doesn't define me but it's definitely helped build who I am and and I think too that's why I'm so grateful for every little thing that happens I mean here I am sitting in my own studio you know and today Monday we're off so we get to sit here in my studio <laughs> together right and then tomorrow I you know I get here at um, 5 30 in the morning to get my first client you know I get up at four in the morning and I I get out like why the hell am I doing this <laughs> you know how am I gonna do this and, and then I get here and I see that client's face and, and then I have my 7 a.m boot campers come in and and then so it's super cool I get here when it's dark and I leave when it's dark I teach the last class and man I can't I'm living my dream like it's, it's possible like you don't have to be this big business guru to do this like if you have a passion and if you start taking the steps that's going to give you the confidence to start believing like the universe doesn't want someone to do horrible like this person's going to do horrible and this person's going to do great the universe wants everyone to flourish and there's enough out there for everyone to flourish exactly and i always say if you do something you love you'll never work a day in your life and oh my god it's not right yeah 
<laughs> and then when that oh, music yeah. comes on and those people come in and you get that energy in the room, there's nothing like it. There's oh, nothing yeah. like it. That's Pat. awesome. Man. That is awesome. I'm getting all that right. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And Karina, so I like to do this question here because Uh-oh. I think it kind of turns the table and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to, let me ask this question, but I like this question because it kind of, it, it brings a, a little bit of self-reflection and it kind of makes you be, you're honest with yourself in the sense, right? So, um, and it's so basically it, there's three pillars of business that in the gym industry, the fitness industry, industry, we use more than uh, any of the other two out of the five. And the three are lead generation, which is your marketing. Okay. Lead acquisition, which is your sales, and then retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients and getting them to spend more money with you along the process. Um, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? All right, say it one more time. Let me listen a little bit more. I got sidetracked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, lead generation, which is okay. your marketing, so generating people's interest Definitely. to join yeah. your gym. Yep. Um, you think it's that one for sure? <laughs> or, no, go on. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, definitely, Mark. I was like, yeah, I definitely can improve in that. <laughs> there's sales. There's sales. So acquiring the client after they're interested. And then retention and ascension, which is keeping the client for a longer period of time and getting them to buy more from you. So like up sales. So um, I don't, I feel like I do great. I'm, I'm good in that last one. Believe it or not, I feel like they, you know, people keep coming back. People keep, so I really good. I feel like I could do more with marketing. Um, Again, it's hard just, you know, starting out and, and being new and up until now has been a lot of just word of mouth and just going out and handing flyers out to people. So I definitely could do better in the cells and that one. But I think, I mean, we're on the up and up, like every month we're, we're doing better. We've got more cells again, the word of mouth. And I think it's just going to grow. Yeah, totally. And, 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 and I think um, on the topic of retention and ascension, because you're saying that's usually most people's worst aspects, but it seems your best. Let me ask you, well, let's say this. <laughs> how, do you, how, do, how do you go? About, you caught yourself that time. <laughs> how, do you go, how do you go about tracking um, that, that, that stuff, right? We have everything. We, we, use, we use a program called Union Fit, and so it tracks everything for us has all of it in there. And then we have, you know, the, the, the emails, I have someone doing, taking care of all that and tracking all that, you know, but I pretty much know every single person that's here on a first name basis, you know? Yeah. Awesome. We're still small, which is super cool. I mean, 165 is, is not where I want to stay. Um, but I feel like to, you know, 200 is kind of my goal to be able to breathe. And then it's just going to keep flourishing. But uh, the crazy thing is that when I first started opening, when I first opened up the place, every little thing would happen and go wrong. I mean, you open up a business. No, oh my God. And I'd overreact. Oh my God. Like, you know, one time I got the floors done that were supposed to look like marble and I came in and it looked like blue polka dots everywhere. You know what I mean? So the little things like that, but now it's just, I know that everything it's falling into place. So I really don't have a lot of worries through any of this. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. And I think, uh, I think it's normal. I think at the beginning of any business. Oh my like, God. But then if you just wait, you just wait a little bit and then the answer shows up and I'm like, Oh my God. And it keeps happening until you believe, you know, it's like exactly. taking that one step in front of another until you build that confidence. And then you really start believing. And once people start believing anything's possible. Yeah, 
totally and i i think that, that that's major for for anybody who's just starting out you know whether they're hoping to start or they are starting out it's that perspective is major because i think a lot of people understand that hey that is a real concern and little things will feel huge but it's as big as you make it right so um and, and on the last two questions here okay um what is the the bigger picture for you guys the overarching goal for fuel fitness so the bigger well i would love to definitely expand um so fuel fitness and karina reader obviously one but for me what I w- would like to do is have this place just popping off, just amazing, like, like a place where people just want to come hang out at Fuel Fitness, not only just to work out, but let's just go hang out there. And I'm able to do more um, bigger things, big talks. Like I see myself like in a huge stadium with thousands of people and I, I get to ignite that change in them to light that fire, to light that fire within everyone in that stadium. Um, so obviously I've got some, some big goals going on. Um, but here I would definitely like to expand. We are on one in one part of Santa Cruz. I would like to uh, create another studio here and then possibly maybe someday franchise. I mean, I mean, who knows? You know, anything, anything's possible. Yeah, totally. I, I agree. I agree. Definitely I think that's... inspire people and definitely, you know, be being a recovering addict, um, doing more with addiction in the community. And we actually this September have a huge thing going on. We're renting out um, a big soccer field around the corner and we're getting ready to put on the biggest boot camp that Santa Cruz County has ever seen. So we're thinking about 300 people are going to show up and we are getting ready to put into that, but that will also be to support, you know, people in recovery, things like that. I'd like to definitely do more, more of that. And then empowering the youth is very, very big to me because I didn't have that when I was young. And I think that is a huge, huge thing for this next generation. Love that. I love that. And, and, and last question for you, Karina, okay. um, you know, and this is a tough one because we had some, uh, we had a guy last week. He, uh, he, he, he walked out of it. Why are you doing this? No, it's, it's a tough one in a good way. He he walked out for ten minutes and literally had to think about the answers. <laughs> Why are you being... telling me this before you're going to ask me? <laughs> Build up the suspense. I don't know if he was. I don't know if he really genuinely thought about it, but I don't know. It's a great question. Though. I love hearing answer. Oh God! Can um, I ask the question when we're done? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you can. Uh, okay. So I this. So. If you could go back in time to when you first started the gym in September, uh, what's one piece of advice that you would tell yourself now, you know? To not sweat the small shit <laughs> and to know that everything's <laughs> going to be okay. You know, like I just said, oh, the overreacting right away when something goes wrong, like, oh my God, this is it. Because I'm putting that mojo, that energy out into the universe. And I don't want to bring that energy back in. So just knowing that, like, take a deep breath beforehand. Um, The other thing is finding the right team, again, to help you out, finding people that are good at what you need to get done so you're able to put all your energy and mojo in what you do. And that is running these classes and bringing the community in for me. Yeah, Major, major, major. And just balance, finding balance. You know, I used to be so scared when, oh my God, there's only a couple people in this class. How am I going to do this? And then, you know, I would just let go and I would start thinking positive. And the next day I looked and it was like triple. And then it got more people and then more people. And 
and here we are. So definitely just balance and breathe. Balance and breathe. I like that. That's really good, those are difficult. Those are really yeah. difficult. It is. It's easier said than done. <laughs> oh my God. But the whole journey is just amazing. You know, this whole journey and just letting people know that, man, if you believe in something strong enough, you can do it. Like you could, it doesn't matter yeah. where you come from. It doesn't matter. You know, again, I'm not that huge businesswoman. I just, you know, had big classes and I had a bigger vision and, and I had a community that believed in me. And um, here we are sitting in our own physical building in a pandemic. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I love it. I love it, Karina. Well, like that's a pretty good place to sign up. I mean, sign yeah. off on this episode, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm about to sign up to your gym right now. <laughs> there we go. Check mark. Uh, there we go. So, so can, I ask, out, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Go ahead. So tell me a little bit, because, you know, we were talking earlier as well. Tell me a little bit about your passion. Like what lit that passion within you? Because things that I've said, I could tell you really click with. And I just, I just want to know a little bit more. I just, I love this stuff so much that I yeah. love to hear other people's journeys in it. Yeah. And I, I think for me, um, which is a great question, by the way, I think um, what really ignited my passion was I was an athlete at heart, I guess you could say. So um, like I said, right out of high school, I was a personal trainer and I unfortunately suffered too many concussions in high school that I couldn't play collegiately, um, even though that was, that was my passion. So I was kind of obligated to move one passion to another. Um, and I mean, I was a phenomenal football player and I could have went anywhere, but it was really, I mean, I, I technically could have still played. I had had one more concussion left before it was too severe not to play. But when you're young, your mom's like, she has the last day of everything. So I couldn't go to the college I wanted to. And, you know, instead of me getting down into a hole, getting down into a dump and just giving up on life and be like, Hey, well, I'm not playing football. Like I'm going to become, you know, anything else other than that. I kind of accepted it and moved what I was pretty good at, which was, lifting weights and, and playing football to the kind of the same avenue. And I started competing right out of high school, actually, besides being a trainer, I competed as well. Um, and I just realized I was always a skinny kid. I was always a smaller kid. And I was always, you know, like, uh, exactly. You know, and they always, always doubted for whatever it was. Right? And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, but at that point I was, you know what, maybe I could make a difference, make a change here. Mm. And at that point, I mean, I decided to do that. And I realized, not only the impact, like the impact of your journey impacts a lot of people, but being able to be that voice for other people as well and be like, hey, like you can do this as well. Just because I did it doesn't mean you're any different. Um, but also what really hit me was the difference. I had my, uh, my cousin who was really overweight and I was really skinny and seeing the difference of how much more mental for him it is to lose the weight versus how physical it was. I me, mean, I was just physical and I got there. For him, it was more mental and being able to help him get down and lose 100 pounds was a life changer for me. And that's when I was like, this is where I'm staying with my passion and this is what I'm going to do. And right. Tell me it. how your heart felt. Like, isn't it just this feeling like when you're able to be part of that journey with someone or even where they, at that point where they feel like they have nothing left and then they change and you get to be a part of that. I know. I mean, it, it's, it, it's an explanation that I couldn't even put into words. Right. It's, it's, yes. it's like euphoric i'm telling you it's like the I, you don't have to tell me i get it i get it yeah. <laughs> you know you know yes. better than anybody i'm sure yes so, uh, i'm telling you it, it's uh it's something that i wish everybody can experience at least once at least like, whether i maybe not in fitness but in something just helping somebody get somewhere and see that improvement in their lives 
I mean, because in fitness, it'll improve your life physically, mentally, financially, everywhere. I mean, right. even it's romantically, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's so, so much it's, more than what people think. Yeah. I think it's one of the biggest components. So <laughs> great question, Karina. I think you should get your own podcast at this All right. point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing you in one of my classes. Yeah. You should promise you. You I, I promise that, you. my friend. <laughs> we'll talk after the podcast, I promise. I will but find listen, you. I, you Karina, I want you to... Shout out your Instagram, your your Facebook, yeah. your website, anything you have. So my Instagram and Facebook is Karina, C-A-R-I-N-A, Reed, R-E-I-D. And you can also please, please follow us on Fuel Fitness. And that's Fuel, F-U-E-L, and then Fitness with a P-H because it's your prescription to good health. Bam! Fuel I love Fitness. That. Yes. I love that. And it's a oh, little man. off. It's just enough off, kind of like I am. So it fits really well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Look, look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so yeah, honored you asked. Totally, totally, a hundred percent. And we look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Um, Thank and you. To, no problem. And to everyone who tuned in today, uh, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us, talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always. Until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Jim Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke, and joining me on the show is Corey from Catalyst Fitness in Lakewood, Colorado. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me. This is exciting. I'm I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And I'm super excited because I'm here with you today. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to sit down and have a conversation and give back to the industry. I really appreciate you. Sure. Okay. Before we dive into the business, the nitty gritty, the good stuff, the bad stuff, I want to know what was it that led to you becoming a gym owner? Mm. All right. So I guess back in the day, um, well before the iPhone came out, uh, it was a baseball player growing up, had a little bit of talent. And so my dad and I really wanted to maximize my potential with taking baseball as far as I could. And so started working out at a young age, 10 or 11 years old um, in the basement of our house and um, ended up finding a gym in Evergreen, Colorado, where I grew up, um, led from a Taekwondo instructor, but he also had these group fitness classes and we did a bunch of those classes for all the way through high school. I had personal trainers in high school and 
um, worked out a bunch at the actual high school itself. Um, stopped playing baseball right after my freshman year of college and continued to work out with my buddies. We, we, were, we were starting to open up a baseball business up in Evergreen, Colorado, but then had a little falling out with the guy up there. And so we had all these baseball students in this small town, which is near Denver, Colorado. We wanted to not lose all those people, right? And so we ended up opening up Catalyst Sports in the fall of 2014. And so baseball is very seasonal in Colorado, right? Um, and so it's very busy in the wintertime. And then it's a lot slower in the summertime when the kids are outside playing. And so to help, you know, keep the revenue going throughout the entire year, uh, we ended up starting to do these fitness classes. They ended up blowing up quite a bit. We got a, we opened up a, our second location right across the parking lot and actually kind of split the businesses into two. So we had Catalyst Sports, the baseball, and then actually opened up the official Catalyst Fitness. And then we were there for three years and ended up moving into our new location where we're at now in Lakewood, Colorado. And um, it's kind of just been this whirlwind of a journey. You know, we just kind of started it one day at 24 years old, one, didn't want to lose those baseball students. And it's grown into a, a whole thing now. And it's been it's been great. So setting stuff definitely sounds like it has been a bit of a journey for you to get yes. to this point. And I'm sure, you know, you never thought that you would own a gym like this. I mean, oh. from the sounds of it, I mean, it doesn't oh. really sound like it was something that you planned to set out to do your whole life. So for our listeners, paint a picture for us. What is Catalyst Fitness? What do you guys do? What kind of services do you provide? Paint a picture for us. So we provide bootcamp classes primarily. That's how we started. And that's probably where a good chunk of our customers are, what they participate in. We also have kickboxing classes, personal training, and um, we do youth sports conditioning when the facility is available and it works well with the baseball season. Um, we recently just started working with a company called Gym Pillars, and they have helped our business package together these 12-week transformation challenges where we end up offering people more services for a higher price ticket item. And so rather than just doing the boot camp classes or just doing kickboxing memberships like we were before, we're now packaging you know, a bunch of different classes, personal training for people specific for their goals, nutrition and accountability coaching to go with it. And ultimately now, um, it's really just the main priority is getting people to reach their health and fitness goals. And so I've really, you know, we've had this business going now for about eight and a half years. And in the last two months, the entire business model has changed and it's changed in a phenomenal way. So yeah, some of those, it's like that question's a little, it's a little hard for me to answer kind of because it's changed so much so quickly, but yeah. So it sounds like you guys are doing group classes, a bit of private training. Like what would you say is the bread and butter right now of, of your facility? Probably boot camp and the personal training. But again, it's really tying everything together with nutrition coaching and accountability. And so we're giving people those three different services and packaging them all together. So I guess 12-week transformation challenges, but in terms of the services, um, boot camp, personal training, and kickboxing. Awesome. Okay, cool. So you have those services available. How big are you guys right now? Like how many members do you have? 
got about 70 members. Um, and that's grown probably about 20 in the last two months. So went from about 50 to 70 recently, which has been great. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit on the smaller end. I don't see any reason why in the next year or two, I won't have the facility completely filled up. I'm guessing probably max capacity would be around 200. I'm guessing. What's your square, what's your square footage? Uh, the room itself is 70 by 50 or so. Um, I don't remember the exact number on that 2,400. It's pretty yeah, standard. So, so generally like we, like rule of thumb is like a hundred people per a thousand square feet. So if you're 2,400 square feet yep. of usable space, I mean, you could probably have like around 240 members. Yeah. Okay, cool. So is that a goal for you? Like, do you want to get to the point where you have a full house? Yes, right? Assuming it's manageable, right? I, I'm very keen on quality, right? I pay very close attention to all of my members and all of the people in the classes. I very well could get 30 or 35 people in a particular class, but if there's one trainer with 35 people, the quality can get diluted and technique falls to shit and yeah, all that bad stuff. So um, I like to cap the classes at about 15 or 16 people. And then I would rather just add more classes and get more trainers to keep the quality high. Um, would I yeah, like to reach max capacity? Absolutely. Um, would I do that at the expense of qual sacrificing quality? No. No, that's not, you know, that's so important. And I don't think that that should be a goal. I yeah. think that the quality and, you know, the brand that you're building and like the level of service that your clients expect, that should be never, that should never be something that changes as you add members. Yeah. Unfortunately, in this industry, like you see people like businesses booming and the level of service changes once it gets busier i mean not even just in the gym world but in restaurants like i feel like the level of service goes down as they get busier sure. um so okay cool so what are you guys actively doing right now to get faces in through the door so gym pillars is they run some social media ads for us on facebook and instagram promoting these 12-week challenges essentially the way it works is people will then they get intrigued, right? They click on it, click to schedule a call and they just provide a little information. And then I call them on the phone. I start talking to them about what their health and fitness goals are, have we've got a whole series of different questions and things of that nature that I ask them, but really try to ultimately see if we'd be a good fit together, right? Um, and sometimes, you know, somebody's not a great fit for us and we gotta let them go. Um, but when it's a lot of people out there do need to lose weight. They recognize that. They do want to feel better about their body. They, um, there's actually been a surprising number of people that uh, want to gain muscle mass, which I thought was interesting because with the obesity epidemic around here, around the country, you'd think it would be almost all weight loss. But I've had a surprising number of people actually just wanting to gain muscle because they think they're too thin. But I digress. Yeah, so they end up setting up a... I set up a phone call with them or I'll just cold call them, um, talk to them a little bit. I will schedule an in-person meeting with them, bring them into the facility, show them around a little bit, and then take a even deeper dive into some of their health and fitness goals, what their past experiences have been like, and then ultimately come up with a good package and game plan for them moving forward and how we're going to get them to where they want to go. Love it. So you guys are getting leads through your social media. Um, that's really awesome to hear. 
Now, since you're putting, you know, a dollar into that, how many new faces have you been able to see per month as a result of that? Are you referring to how many, if I were to put a dollar into ad spend, how many leads do I end up getting? Yeah, like typically how many leads are you seeing in your inbox as a result of your social media like ad campaigns? Man, I don't I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. I'd have to pull it up here, which I can certainly do, but I think no, for I mean, it's, not, it's not super important. I was just asking, like, you know, is this something that's like giving you a huge ROI? I think a lot oh, of people yeah, listening. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think a lot of people listening to this podcast, Corey, they're so afraid to get started you know, with this social media ads, because it is something that if you do not do it correctly, your dollar gets wasted, right? So, um, you know, for you guys, it has been successful. What type of ad are you putting on Facebook that you feel like people are really clicking on? So this is, this is where Jim Pillars comes in, right? Um, they are the company that does the ads for us, right? I personally do not geo-target specific ads for demographics and all that stuff. That's what they specialize in, right? right. But um, for every dollar that we put into that, I think right now I'm getting probably $10 back. It's been amazing. And so, but I've, I, you know, I've done a little bit of social media stuff on my own in the past and I didn't have much success with it, right? But essentially our ads just, they have some text, right? looking for 20 men in the Lakewood area who are ready for a transformation. And then in the detail of the actual post, that's where they can get a little bit more information about what we're actually looking for. Click here to book your call, you know, blah, blah, blah from there. So exciting stuff. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that that's something that has been valuable for you. Um, and you guys have been able to, you know, uh, see a, a return on investment in that. So I guess the next kind of topic that I would love to discuss with you, Corey, because I think it serves as a really good talking point for our listeners is what would you say is the biggest kind of bottleneck that you guys are facing within your business right now that if you don't clear it out of the way, it might hold you back from that idea of growing to 200, 250 members here in the future? Well, Man, again, these these questions are almost, they're somewhat difficult for me because everything has changed 180 degrees in the um, past two months. So let me address, I guess, where we were before and what those bottlenecks were and then kind of how they work now, right? We've been open for eight and a half years. We were barely breaking even on the fitness side of things that entire time period, right? And so um, I try to do a ton of effort on the back end, trying to grow the SEO side of things, the search engine optimization. And it worked a little bit when you have a nice good website and you get some posts going up and things like that. But it was always hard for me to get bodies in the gym. And so when we got people in the gym through an intro offer, or whether that was $30 for 30 days, like a lot of gyms do first week free, whatever it was, um, the problem we were experiencing is people would spend the $30. They'd come work out with us 15 times that month. And then they wouldn't want to sign up for a $99 membership, you know? And as I've learned, a piece of that is because the customer is going from $30 and now you're expecting them to pay 99, right? There's a right. price jump versus what we're doing now is the opposite where you might be spending 1200 or $2,000 on the front end, but then 
once we actually finish the 12 week program, then you're on a $179 membership. And so it's actually cheaper for people in that way. But yeah, it was always very hard for me to actually find bodies and get people in the gym, right? Once the word of mouth from your current customers kind of goes as far as it goes, how are you going to get new people? I mean, we've done some outbound marketing, like, you know, school newspapers or whatever, with just a little dumb ad sitting in there. Or, and even right before I started with Gym Pillars, I met with a, a guy who were, so we're attached to a grocery store right over there. And he wanted us to, or was trying to sell me on getting a little advertisement on the shopping cart. Right. And I mean, the only reason I was considering that is because I was attached to the grocery store, but who's looking at the back of the fucking shopping cart and then wants to scan a QR code and go work. I mean, that stuff we had no success with, right? I, I'm not great when it comes to the social media and posting and growing my page and things like that. So, I mean, I think that's one of those things you got to do it a lot to have success with it. Um, and I was just getting stuck doing, you know, I, for a while, I was the only person running this gym, right? So I would do every single class, every personal training, still got my baseball lessons on top of it. And so there's really a time frame thing. We'd get bottlenecked from, yeah, not only my time being hindered, but um, the difficulty of actually getting new clients in and then selling them on it. Uh, we were using, I will say this, we were using ClassPass for a long time, like a lot of gyms do, and got nothing bad to say about ClassPass, but I will say ever since because I'm getting so many new people now, it has been very advantageous for us not to be working with ClassPass because if I have three brand new customers in the gym, I don't really want the onesie twosie people from ClassPass anymore. You know, I always tried to use ClassPass as a way to poach people off of it. And that's kind of how they actually sell gym owners on it is, yeah, people can come try out your classes and then they'll sign up for you and you got spots available. So it's basically free money, you know, but you end up just getting a bunch of onesie twosie people that come in and out it makes the teaching side of things more difficult people don't know how to do resistance training and um yeah it ultimately didn't end up coming into fruition like i was hoping it would yeah it's it, you bring up kind of a good point i think when you're able to offer like regular memberships that people are paying monthly for they're paying in full for whatever it is those are the like that's going to be making the gym money. It's not yeah. the class passes yeah. and the people that come in through through that that are going to be making you guys like a good steady flow of revenue. Yeah. Um, so kind of want to touch on the topic of retention. Like now that you are bringing in more members, how do you feel that the retention has been? Is that something that you guys do really well at or is it something that you're looking to constantly enhance? Let me again answer this in two different ways because my business model has shifted so much. The retention on the, again, um, quality is super important for me. I'm I'm all about, you know, taking care of people, right? We got an espresso machine, free coffee, good vibes around the gym. Even giving people 110% of effort and quality of service, the retention was, I mean, less than ideal. You know, again, you'd get people to do a first week free and they come to five classes and then they don't want to sign up, you know, they were going to go do whatever they were going to do. So um, that was tough. Now that I've switched the whole model up and I'm extremely confident the retention is going to be very high. 
However, these are 12 week transformations. They're three months long. Um, even the first two people that I got that first week I signed up, they're only on week seven right now. So I don't have any data for you on that. That's why I need to address this in a couple of different ways. Um, but I'm it, usually when people end up signing up for something like this, our, our uh, transformation program, they either haven't been to a gym, I mean, almost never, or, you know, they did a little bit and they just got back out of it and they're trying to get back into it. Right. And so these are the clientele base is really people, they realize they have a problem and they need it to get solved. Right. And so if we become those problem solvers and get them to where they're going to go, why would they leave? Right. Right. Um, yeah. Not go, go off and do a spin class when they just got all these great results with us, you know, yeah. you bring up a really good point. And I think that just having that awareness like that, you have to have systems in place to make your retention good or else your gym is never going to grow. Obviously we want to see a real growth month to month. We don't want to welcome in, you know, 20 new clients and see 20 leave because then our gym really isn't growing. Um, So that's kind of why I brought that up. So Mm -hmm. next question I have for you, Corey, if I were to hand you a magic wand right now and I was like, all right, you can have your business be at the point where, you know, you feel like you finally achieved your goals. What would that look like for you? Paint a picture for us. I think ultimately, it's like once this facility is, am I back? You are back. I can't see you yet, though. Uh, Sorry, my internet went out. I told you. No worries. Just speak. There I am. I can't see you yet. I don't know if it's like connected. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, sweet. So. All right. Sorry. What? What? I. What? We miss. Yeah, so let's just kind of pick up where we left off and we will try our best to have the team help us edit that, okay? Um, okay, so yeah, we were talking about retention, but then we, you know, I, I brought you the question. Magic wand. Yeah, if I, br- I brought you the question, I'd like to ask that magic wand question, Corey, because I think it's important as a business owner that you have a vision and I would love for you to share that vision with us. Um, so, so tell me what that looks like. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately once this facility reaches full capacity and um, I step back more and more as the actual business owner, right. Um, Rather than just doing all the trainings like I was before, I'm currently doing all the sales. Once I train other people how to make all the sales and they start training other trainers how to train and I can move further and further back um, and kind of manage the whole thing. I think it would be awesome to open up another one and i mean i'm a i'm a big snowboarder i love to go up to the mountains so if you could open one up in the mountains like in a breckenridge or something i think that would be amazing um very cool i I mean at the end of the at the end of the day if even if i just had you know this one gym and it was booming and expanded out into you know the unit next door to us i'd be more than thrilled and happy with that right I, I'm the type of guy where it's like, I don't need all the money in the world, you know, as long as I can take trips when I want to and go out to eat when I want to kind of a thing. Um, like, would I like to make a million dollars or more? Absolutely. Would I be content with, you know, six figures? Totally. Right. So really, I mean, quality of life is important. So um, as long as I can manage that and maybe continue continuing to open up gyms, 
um, yeah. I love it. So goal kind of sounds like, you know, you want this to be more of a household name in your community, um, get this business booming and then eventually maybe have multiple locations and that's always exciting stuff, but I have to press you with the question. What do, you have, what do you have to do to get to that point? Like what has to happen right now for you to get this business like full and to make having multiple locations in the future a possibility? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think creating the systems in place to actually allow that to happen is going to be paramount, right? So I've been so used to doing everything on my own that now that I've, hired a front desk guy. I've now hired my second trainer, um, almost full-time learning how to actually step back more and more and create the system systems in place so that the current trainers can start training up new people in the future. Um, that's going to be super important. And so that can come down from anything on how to do a sales call, how to teach a bootcamp class, right? Let's say nobody's done a bootcamp class before, rather than me spending an hour for five of their classes going over all the nitty gritty details, have the systems in place to where they can read, you know, the full document or watch a couple classes that were done on YouTube um, to accelerate that process with all of them. I love it. I love that you have kind of a plan in place as to how to take care of your staff and develop them so that you can, you know, get this, this facility up and running and booming. And I mean, you're doing yeah. great so far. So um, final question I have for you is what is a word of advice that somebody has given you along the way that's really resonated with you as a business owner? Be ready to work hard. Um, being in this industry, it's, it's very rewarding. I have a blast with them. I get to stay on my feet all day and just essentially just work out with people and, um, help change some lives. But it's tough, man. I mean, you know, when we, when we first opened, we assumed, you know, you get the website and all that stuff up. And once the word in town gets out that there's a great class with a good community and free espresso and everybody's friends, it'll just take off like wildfire. Well, it did it right. We did that for eight years and it never really did. We would get a couple members a month and then we'd lose a couple. Right. So, um, it's a grind, man. Um, piece of advice I would have is if you get the chance, jump on with Jim pillars, the CEO is George and he, they have done an absolutely phenomenal job. 10 out of 10 teaching me how to actually run and operate the gym and how to actually think about the whole process. Because before I was more of a self-employed business owner where I was just doing all the classes, doing all the trainings, um, doing all the web design and all that stuff. But I've learned a lot on how to actually step back and start training more trainers and how to actually scale the entire process up and how to think about it um, in terms of pricing and what customers actually need and all that. Um, but it's a great industry to be in and people are very thankful when they have a good gym to work out in. And um, yeah, I think I think that's what I got for them. Yeah, for sure. Be ready to work. I think you know you have. It's a constant grind. Um, yep. and you have to have that mentality to be able to get to a point where you're really going to be growing. So, yeah. thank you for sharing that with us. Couple, couple more points on that. The first class free, 
doesn't work that well. The intro offers first week or $15 for 15 days, $30 for 30 days, they don't work that well. Um, part of the reason being is people end up spending $15 for two weeks of classes. They get comfortable. They like it a lot. And then suddenly you're going to ask them for 129 or 179. It's a steep jump, right? Um, the more services you can package together for people to create a better product. In our case, we're doing the boot camps and personal training paired with the nutrition paired with accountability, which has been absolutely huge. Um, you can charge higher price ticket items for all that stuff. You get more money up front on the initial front end because people are going to pay for the program. And then when you go to sell them on a membership on the back end, right after the program's over, suddenly they spend $2,000 with you at the beginning of the year or whatever, right? Now they're only spending 179 and it feels to them like they're getting a deal. So that's been, that was probably the biggest uh, mental shift I had to go through. You know, last one for you. As gym owners and guys who know, or guys or girls who know our way around the gym very well, we almost take it for granted, right? Um, it's like you could throw me into any gym in the country at a 24 hour fitness and I'll get a good workout in and I'll figure out what to do and use the equipment. Most people don't have that, right? Most people, they get a Planet Fitness membership or whatever it is, they go there once a month and try to get motivated but they have no idea what the heck they're doing in there. They can get intimidated from the other people that do and it discourages them, right? And so guiding people along on the process of their workout journey, especially if they're starting back up again is key and they'll be forever grateful. It's like the retention is gonna be um, accelerated from all that stuff. So holding people accountable, helping them with their nutrition, getting them into the gym as often as possible and by way of tying all three of those pillars together, you're going to get the best results. And then the word of mouth is going to spread like wildfire on top of the ads and everything else you have going on. And as you grow more and more, you can start charging more and more and sky's the limit at that point. Awesome. I love your mentality. Super <laughs> great guest. Um, thank you so much for our listeners. Thank you guys as well. Um, before we head off here, Corey, where can we find you on social media? Guys, social media is at Go Catalyst Fitness on the Instagram. The Facebook page is actually Go Catalyst Fitness with the number one. Our last one got hacked and I was not an admin on there and I can't figure it out. And you can't contact Facebook to save your life. So Go Catalyst Fitness one on Facebook, Go Catalyst Fitness on Instagram and GoCatalystFitness.com. Awesome. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget guys, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you would like to join us for a future episode here on the gym Lords podcast to talk about your take within the fitness industry, fill out the link in the description and our team will be in touch with you soon. As always until next time, gym Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, 
tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.